Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful, wet and rainy Wednesday morning. Hope everybody slept well. Hopefully you did. Usually when it rains, I know I usually sleep pretty good and don't want to get up, but uh, such is life. I tell you, it just never fails. And I'm sleeping so good in the best position, in the warmest spot. That's when that stupid alarm was to go off. But now if it's a day I'm off and I can sleep in, I'm wide awake. It's just not fair at all. But oh well, it is what it is. <laughs> so let's see who we got watching this morning. Let's see here. We got Amy Oaks Turner, Tracy Little, Michelle Fox Harris, the myth, the legend that is Miss Mousy, Brandy Boyd Young, Kelly Jeanette Swift, Darlene Barker, Jerry Keller, Angel Dixon, uh, Darlene Barker, I already said Darlene, I already said Darlene, uh, Jennifer Honeycutt, good morning, Mike Hensley, so good morning to all you wonderful people, and appreciate you all for tuning in and hanging out with me this morning. All right, my friends, let's go ahead and at this time, let's do our Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. One nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior for whose kingdom it stands. One Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again with life and liberty to all who believe. I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word. I will make it a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. It will hide its words in my heart that I might not sin against God. Alrighty, praise the Lord for those wonderful pledges. Good morning, Mr. Trailer. Glad you could join us this morning. But, uh, yeah, you know, I, we are should never take for granted uh, that we get to say these pledges and what they mean and what they stand for. And I don't think that any of you watching do, but uh, just always remember they could... They could be taken away in a heartbeat if we're not careful. And I tell you, we're on a very, very slippery slope right now. It is uh, nauseating uh, to see what this administration is doing and going. And and, uh, and I uh, just really frustrated and aggravated, as I'm sure you are. And I'm sure a lot of people, if they, <laughs> which I, if they possibly would admit they voted for this lunatic, um, I'm sure they're regretting it right now. But, uh, you know, it amazes me. You know, they interviewed Biden, uh, or he's getting ready to get on his helicopter or whatever, and said, what about gas prices? He goes, they're going to go up and laugh. Like, it's something to be it's so funny. I don't, uh, I guess if you're making, uh, you know, if you've got a bunch of money in the bank and well-off and well-to-do, maybe it's not something you have to worry about. Uh, I saw where one person uh, put on uh, Social media said, well, you could pay $15 for a cup of coffee, but you're going to complain about $5 gas. And I wrote it in there. I said, yeah, but I don't need 10 and 15 gallons of coffee, you moron. So, you know, I just, it blows my mind, some of the liberal mentality that's out there. But, um, uh, you know, it, it is, uh, they've said it's going to go up, going to get worse. They're pushing the Green New Deal. They want you to buy electric. And uh, guess what? As well as they say, since electric don't go good in cold weather and go good in the snow, these upper northern states, Michigan and stuff, they're, they're suffering. If they're out in the middle of nowhere, there's no charging stations, what are they going to do? You know, and not everybody needs to go out and buy a, a new uh, 
uh, EV car anyway if you wanted one. You know, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I think that they're, uh, I'm fascinated by the technology. I'm not going to lie to you. And, and I like the self-driving capabilities and some of the things that these newer cars have. I, 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 One moment. Okay. <laughs> My iPad decided to talk back to me here. I said, one moment. I don't know what I said. But anyway, uh, I'm fascinated with the technology aspect of it. But you can't deny the fact that... Uh, uh, the uh, the devastation environmentally of the uh, uh, these lithium mines and such, but uh, it's just it's really getting out of control. Like I said, this is going to and then here we have Ukraine, the breadbasket of the world, and wheat prices are going to skyrocket, which is going to directly affect us, affect our food, dog food. I mean, all this stuff's going to it's all going to uh, impact us in larger ways than people realize. And uh, hello, Aaron Jenkins and Terry Irick Witt. But I, uh, you've all got to realize, uh, you know, we've got to give it to the Lord. But something else is really getting on my nerves, too, it's really bugging me, is uh, DeSantis down in Florida. Man, he made the right call. He put a bill into place uh, where, you say, where you don't say gay. In other words, what he's saying is, if you knew what he put in that bill, was that not the, 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 these <laughs> sick teachers who want to push transgender uh, identity disorder on these kindergarten who can't even read yet. They want to push this this uh, this this propaganda on these kids. Talk discuss genitalia things with kindergartners. That's what he's trying to put into place, and he's right. We have this. These kids need to learn how to read or write before they start learning about if they're a boy or a girl yet. I mean, it's just it's insanity. And then you have a group of liberal morons. Walking down the hallway of a school saying, gay, gay, gay. I thought, you stupid idiots. You know, I know I don't talk like an eloquent preacher and preacher. Most, most, I'd say 99% of the preachers around here, you probably would never hear say something like it. I don't care because I'm not like the rest of the preachers because I don't like them because <laughs> they're full of crap. But anyway, you know, uh, on Twitter last night, uh, Mark Hamill, uh, the guy that played Luke Skywalker, he put on his Twitter, gay, 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 gay. And I wrote underneath it, you're exactly right. That's exactly what you are. Because I said, you don't know what you're talking about. You haven't read the bill. And I said, if you are want to indoctrinate children with your sick perversion, I said, you need help. And I was hoping to get a response from that moron, but I didn't. But, you know, I'm just tired of it. I'm t there's no reason for these little kids or any kids to be subjected to this propaganda, this hedonistic lifestyle choice, this perversion. And it, it's, it's time for people to start taking a stand. And it blows my mind that these liberals want creepy teachers and they're teaching kids this garbage. Uh, it's just it's mind-blowing, you know, how, they've, how they have went so far to push an agenda to make something abnormal to try to push it as normal. If homosexuality was, uh, uh, you know, if people were trying to say, well, you can't help if you're born that way. If you're born that way, you can't change. How can so many go from gay straight to bi if, uh, if you're born that way? It's bogus. It's baloney. Look at all the Christians who have, um, uh, there's whole organizations where there were former homosexuals who come out of that lifestyle and become Christians who are saved or married, having kids. I mean, so it's, it's bogus. Um, to uh, to say you just have to give in to those desires. That same thing as saying I give in to uh, uh, stealing or murder or uh, wanting extramarital affairs or you know it's still wrong. It just because it it, it may be something in somebody's heart that they feel like they should do. Don't make it right. It's it's it is crazy, man. This, this world has gone nuts, gone mad, and it's pure evil. So when you hear this kind of stuff, 
Hello, Carolyn Kelly. When you hear this kind of stuff, uh, if you're listening to liberal news media and they're saying, yes, he's, how dare him not be inclusive? How dare him not, uh, uh, you know, support homosexuality and LGBTQ? Oh, my God. You know, I was just, mm. No one is really talking about, all right? They're, he's trying to prevent these kids from uh, getting learning about stuff they have no business learning about at that age. That's what he's talking about. And this narrative and the parroting that goes on from liberals who can't think for themselves, can't read. It's a four-page bill, like, or five, four or five-page bill. It's not that big of a read. Uh, it's just, it's, it's, oh, man, it makes me angry. But anyway, speaking of angry, let's look at our verse this morning, which actually deals with anger. Uh, in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 27, and give no opportunity to the devil. Now, prior to this, of course, Paul's talking about anger and uh, talking about anger issues. And, you know, we can go beyond the scope of that and give no opportunity to the devil can go in several ways. In the fact that, yes, we need to work on our anger. Now, remember, there's, there is good anger and there's bad anger. So how can there be good anger? Well, realize that, there's what is known as righteous indignation. See, that's what uh, Jesus Christ shown. Uh, it was not out of selfishness. It wasn't out of pride. It wasn't out of a sinful uh, action. Well, the anger he showed was out of a pure heart and, and anger against those things that were contrary to the word of God, those things that were wrong and unlawful. That's the kind of anger. See, the anger I was showing this morning in regards to this whole LGBTQ push uh, in our children is, is a type of righteous indignation because it's completely contrary. This perversion is completely contrary to the word of God, completely contrary to what God ordained for man and woman and how Satan has perverted that and twisted that and man's heart has been darkened and blinded and therefore they they are leaning towards or going towards that darkness and uh and thinking try to teach it as it is as it is normal but it is um what's it terry says the gift of god gives our newborn children is innocence a child should be able to keep its innocence as long as yes yeah, so you're exactly right miss terry exactly right good morning miss debbie jackson side See, that's the type of righteous indignation. Uh, we should be upset uh, that our children are getting a steady diet uh, of this, this, this garbage. I mean, there's no other way to put it, just garbage. You know, and I, you, know, I, you know, you may say, I've had people out there say, well, you should be calling people morons or stupid. And, and you know, you should be name calling. I get that a lot sometimes, too. Listen, I call a spade a spade. I call it for what it is. And Jesus Christ didn't hold back either. What do you think he called uh, the Pharisees of the days? Why he called them whitewashed uh, whitewashed sepulchers and a brood of vipers and uh, you know he was calling them out for what they are and it is moronic to think uh in this kind of manner uh that is contrary it's not natural uh it is idiotic to think uh that this is okay so you know i don't have no problem with saying that and like i said there's i've had pastors come out and say boy you don't care to say it like it is i thought well won't you grow a spine and say it like it is too instead of sugarcoating everything and patting everybody on the head it's time for people to stand up so you know it, christians have got to get out of their um comfort zone i don't know how else to put it nicely without being something bad but you know it is uh uh, we have to show that righteous indignation. We should be angry about those things that are trying to tear down uh, the nuclear family, trying to tear down those things that God has put into place. And I've even had people try to say, well, um, Jesus never said anything about homosexuality, even though the Bible is very clear on it uh, throughout um, uh, Leviticus and uh, 
Uh, of course, people try to say, well, it's not, uh, uh, you know, the, we don't abide by the Old Testament. I said, then what do you say about Corinthians and, and Romans? And, you know, uh, the New Testament reinforces the fact that it is wrong. I mean, people try to say, well, Jesus never said anything. No, Jesus alluded back to Genesis where he said marriage is between a man and a woman. He didn't hide that fact and change it. He didn't say, well, it's just whoever you want to love. No, he didn't say that. He, alluded, he went right back to the very beginning that marriage is between a man and a woman. So that 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 is mute argument when uh, those in the world try to shut Christians down to try to use that against us. So we should have that righteous indignation. We should be upset. We should be aggravated with things like homosexuality, abortion, anything that, uh, uh, that goes against the grain of God's word. So that kind of anger is okay. But now, if you're having selfish anger, see, we know we remember we have to control all of our thoughts, actions, and attitudes. And again, which is hard to do, you know, when you're in traffic and you've got uh, people out there driving like uh, uh, lunatics. And people, I'm telling you, I don't know, they said they had over, as out on the news uh, last night, uh, he's talking to a realtor and said over 60 some families they know just in their uh, realty office alone from 20-some different states have, have come and infiltrated our area. And, uh, you know, I, I have mixed emotions with that. One, I prefer they just go somewhere else because I like our small community. And uh, just, I, you know, I, I don't like all these people coming in here because they're smart alecks, and that's what makes my temper rise, and they don't know how to drive. And uh, and so I don't like it. But on the flip side, it's, it's you know, having new people coming in gives more opportunity to spread the gospel and tell us about Jesus. So it is a it is a, it's a double-edged sword for me. But I don't have problems with, you know, people said, well, gosh, I moved here from Ohio 20 years ago. You don't want me here? No, I'm not saying that. I'm talking about these people who are fleeing like rats from California and New York and New Jersey. Those are the people I'm talking about. They don't like what they're living in, but they're going to come here, and but yet they'll still vote Democrat. That's the problem I have. And they're smart alecks and they're nasty, and so... Anyway, it just uh, they drive like lunatics. It just so it makes your your anger get out of control. But if you're worried about something, if you're stressed about something, your anger tend, you become more irritable. You become angrier easier. So we have to be very aware and control those things. And if there's sin in your life, if there's areas in your life that's causing division between you and God, that's going to escalate that anger and that irritability as well. So we need to make sure we're being a very aware of what we're are, are, are that's going on in our spiritual lives. That can directly affect us mentally and emotionally if we're not very careful. So, yes, we have to, you know, uh, whether it's anger or whatever it is, you know, we have to have that self-control in all areas of our life. And like I said, if you're like me, anger sometimes comes just like it, and sometimes it's hard to, to reel that in. But you've really got to try to, to watch that and be aware. And uh, I ain't going to lie to you. There's been times when I've shook my fist at people that uh, I got really mad at uh, in driving. And I, as I passed them, I thought, oh, Lord, I hope somebody went to the church. Because I say that, you may laugh, but my dad actually did that. <laughs> There was a guy that come to the church and pulled right in front of Dad on his motorcycle, and he went flying around on. He hollered at him, shook his fist, and as he did that, he looked over and it was one of our members of the church, and he felt really bad about that and apologized to him later. Stuff like that happened, you know. And the guy said he didn't see you and he felt bad, you know. So it all worked out. Nobody was uh, uh, got offended or, or left the church as a result of nothing. But um, so, but and give no opportunity to the devil. Like I said, it, it could go in, in a couple of ways, either with anger or with any sin. We have to be very careful. Give no opportunity. You know, uh, where are you? You know, 
again, what are you watching? What are you listening to? What, you know, what are you involved in? You know, you have to be very careful. That Remember, that devil walks around like a roaring lion. He's waiting to devour. He's waiting to attack. He's wanting to rip you apart. So we don't have to give, so we have to be very careful not to give any opportunity in our lives to the devil. And if you're not careful, man, then it's going to happen so quick and so easily and so subtly. Like I said, I've done a lot of marital counseling where uh, people have connected on social media. And uh, first it started out as uh, uh, friendly uh, chatter between the two. And next thing you know, it went from emotional affair to a physical affair. And, uh, you know, that's what I'm talking about, how the devil plays subtle. You know, it kind of reminds me think of when I was a kid. Uh, my, uh, we lived over here on a, called Possum Holler Road where we lived at. Well, my grandfather, he built a, he dug, I remember the, I remember him digging out the pond. He's talking full of fish, big pond. He owned, uh, some mobile homes up there and he rented out. Well, our house was right there near that pond, right behind the house. Well, I was out there playing around in that pond and I had a stick and I was goofing and doofing. And, and next thing I know, uh, where I was playing around that pond, I, my foot slipped in the mud and I fell right into that water. Man, that was nasty water. It, it had uh, that algae in it. Oh gosh, it was gross. But anyway, I come out, man, I was soaked head to toe. What scared me wasn't the water. I think it was full of snapping turtles, man. You would see, uh, ducks, uh, going by and all of a sudden you see him be pulled under the water. Larry Knight goes to church. He uh, fished out. Papa would have him uh, uh, try to catch those uh, snapping turtles. And I'm telling you, they were so big. I ain't never seen snapping turtles that big that he pulled out of that pond. They had spikes on their shells and even on their tails like a dinosaur. I'm telling you, I've never, ever seen turtles that big. So that's what freaked me out more than falling in the water because I can swim. That didn't bother me. I wanted the heck out of there because I didn't want to get bit. Because if a snapping turtle gets a hold of you, they don't let go. <laughs> so, okay, yeah, they're fast enough. That's the thing, man. See, that's what it is. If you're not careful, you could be uh, out there screwing around and doof goofing and doofing and uh, thinking, you know, doing something innocent. And that's how the devil works, man. And it don't take much for you to slip in the proverbial mud and fall into something you shouldn't be into. And sometimes that devil, like that snapping turtle, going to bite a hold of you, and he's not going to let go. So that's why you've got to be very careful what you're involved in because it can directly affect you spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. Now, I ain't saying you have to sit and read your Bible 24 hours a day. You have to sit in prayer 24 hours a day. I'm not saying that at all. You know, you can only watch G-rated shows, and you can't watch anything, you know, other than the Disney Channel, which, well, used to you could say you watch the Disney Channel. Even that's gotten uh, <laughs> garbage on air now. Even cartoons demonstrating uh, same-sex relationships and uh, some horrible stuff on there. So uh, you can't even do that anymore. But it's just the fact, just be careful. You know, just be mindful of what you're, what you're reading, what you're involved in. Hey, you know, a lot of women condemn men for viewing pornography. But then again, you see women sitting there reading Fifty Shades of Grey, too. So that's just as bad as, as what they were uh, accusing the men of, you know. They, but uh, so it, it is, the devil does not play fair. And you have to be very careful, very very watchful. That's why we have to put on the whole armor of God and be ready for that battle. Else it's not a, it will happen. You're going to face a battle every single day. That's why every single day I wake up with a little bit of anxiety. I ain't going to lie to you. Every day, and every day I have to say, Lord, I give this day to you. Lord, just let me serve you today. Lord, I trust you today. And I can feel that anxiety 
going away. And that's all I can do because I am in control of nothing. You are in control of nothing. We've got to give it over to God in every avenue and every area of our lives. So be careful. Remember this verse today. It's a short verse. You know, I always encourage you to, to have uh, Bible memorization. But Ephesians 4, 27, and give no opportunity to the devil. Give none. Give, it, give no opportunity. So be mindful of where you're at, what you're saying, what you're doing, your actions, your speech, your conduct. And uh, remember, an unbelieving world is watching you. So be very careful. And I ain't saying that I'm perfect by no stretch of imagination. I screw up every single day. I mess up every single day. I'm a smart aleck. <laughs> and so I have to be uh, very mindful and careful what I say and, and uh, joking around. I love to make people laugh. And sometimes I get, I may say something that's inappropriate. I'm not saying it's perverse or dirty, but it may not be appropriate for the situation because I'm wanting to make people laugh. And you don't realize when I'm talking to somebody, I have to tone it down. Quit trying to make everything funny. I have to really tone it down because I, I, I want to laugh and joke. And it's just, uh, you know, it's hard for me. And it's a nervous reaction, too, because, uh, you know, you want people to like you. And, and it's just uh, and when I get nervous, I want to I, I, sometimes I just laugh. And, or I, and so I just want to joke to get past that nervousness or an awkward situation. So I have to, that's another reason why I do that. So if I'm talking to you and I say something stupid, trying to be funny, cause I've, I've done that. And people looked at me like, what's wrong with you? You know? And I'm like, sorry. <laughs> so, but in fairness, I've gotten that look most of my life. What is wrong with you? And there's really no easy answer for that. So anyway, remember, give no opportunity to the devil today. Be careful, be watchful, and be mindful of what you're doing. Let us pray. Therefore, our Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us to be watchful. Help us to be aware. Help us to do what is right in your eyes. Help us to stand for against what is wrong. Let us abhor it. Let us hate it. Lord, let us uh, uphold what is good, holy, and righteous in your eyes, Lord Jesus. Lord, let us serve you well. And Lord, I just pray that for anyone watching and listening this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose to the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, I just pray that a uh, special prayer for little Blakely this morning. I pray that you'll be with uh, the, her, that you give her and Aaron and his family peace and give them strength, let them get a good uh, results. And Lord, just pray that uh, you'll watch over them mightily. Lord, I do pray for our sister in Christ, Ginger Hood, and uh, continued prayers for Ron Thompson. I do pray for all my brothers and sisters in Christ who are watching this morning. To watch over protect them, be with our kids who are going to school and work, keep them safe and well, hedge protection about them. And Lord, let us serve you well. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, my friends, I do hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And don't forget to tune in tonight at 7 o'clock as we dive into God's Word. But remember, live each day as if it were your last. Why? Say it with me, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.